Six Pack Double Feature presents Pick Six, where the guys give you a top five list and then add one more. Fight scenes, chases, desert island movies, it's all there. And of course, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. That's disturbing scene that Dude, was. I remember watching that scene with my dad. <laughs> well, not with my dad, but my, my parents. No, that doesn't make it any better. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> not, not at all. Like, like adding an additional parent makes that scene that much more comfortable than when it was just your dad. Oh, it was me and my dad, so that was okay. But then my mom showed up, and now it's, it's now fine. It's, not it's so neutral. Much, no, what's worse is is when you doze off, and I think the first time seeing the movie, when you rented it, and you woke up, and that was what you woke up to. <laughs> That's my Pulp Fiction memory. And then my mom coming down the hallway going, can you turn the TV down? And I'm like, what are you watching? Uh, Baseball. At the time, she didn't know what's on the screen. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh... I'm trying to remember the other movie I rented at the same time, and I just used that name of that movie, but it wasn't Pulp Fiction. <gasps> it's a league of their own. <laughs> oh, welcome to it. It's Six Pack Double Feature. This is our mini episode, Pick Six. Um, uh, today's episode, I don't know what you've uh, got turned up on your notes, but okay. mine are fight scenes, so we're going to do fight scenes. Oh, well, then I need to scroll down a touch, but that's all right. Where were not- you? I was at chase scenes. Okay, for the first time in six pack double feature pick six history, you won the coin. I toss. won the coin toss. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. My number six is a movie that has come up once uh, in this uh, mini series, and um, you know what? It's Superman versus Clark Kent in Superman three. Oh, it's basically me up when I was a kid. It's basically Superman versus Bizarro. Mm-hmm. I can't say it enough. It's just, it's cool to watch an evil Superman for a minute. Plus, it's all poetic and stuff. He's got inner turmoil and Clark Kent trying to shed off his little wuss dork wallflower Look, there's nothing worse when you're like eight watching this movie and the bizarro Superman. At that time, I didn't, I just knew it was Superman who was not He was dirty. Right. He was, he was dirty Superman who hadn't shaved and needed to go to the laundromat because <laughs> he shoves. You know, Clark Kent in that car compressor, and holy crap, that just, that kind of bothered me. There was a lot of stuff in that movie seen it's as a, a dark, kid. It's, it's a, a dark it's a movie. Dark it's a movie. really is a good movie, man. It gets shit on so much, but if you can overlook 50% of it, it's a great movie. Oh, I'm fairly certain, well, I know that at least... That's my number six. All right. Well, my number six is going to be a movie you probably haven't seen. Number one, because it's new. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number six is the Stairway Brawl in Atomic Blonde that came out last year. I did not see that. Uh, I didn't think you did. Uh, it's probably my newest film on any of these lists, which is odd. But, I mean, I saw that probably a couple weeks ago, and Lisa lost interest in it. And she's like, there's too much <clears throat> fighting. But it's very, I guess the one of the directors was the two of the co-directors that did like the John Wick movies. Mm. But it's very well choreographed fight scenes that don't matrixy cut 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 and it does not do bullet time stuff either it's just okay. really well choreographed stunt fighting that's not over like the top crazy kung fu gotcha. either and so Charlize Theron is involved in a brutal seven minute fight in a ramshackle apartment building in East Berlin and it also gives the illusion that it was shot in one take they're fighting they start to get tired and also there's just they beating the shit out of each other. Excellent. So that's number s- numero seis. That's your numero seis. Uh, me numero cuatro. No, 
Cinco. Cinco. Okay, I'm not going to try to do Spanish. All right. <laughs> My and number thus, five. And this lesson in Spanish, Travis is Spanish. Keeping in tone with um, badass uh, ladies. My number five is The Bride versus The Crazy 88s. Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking about that, but it, I almost didn't pick it because I was thinking I was thinking more fist fighting. Mm. So I did not go in that direction, but that's a good choice. Because she just... Yeah, it's a fight scene. It's just with a sword. It's completely it's completely over the top and kung fu and schlocky well, and all that. But that's, that, if you haven't... If you're new to this podcast and you're surprised by what I just said, go back to episode one and I love schlocky over the top shit. Well, but I think what's really fun with that scene is when it shifts to black and white. Yeah, and I don't know so, if... That movie is I so badass. Man. I don't know if it shifts to black and white because, hey, we want to get past the censors with this... How blood and bloody this yeah. scene is. Or was it done on an artistic level? And if it was, why? Not that it matters. It's kind of maybe cool. both. Yeah, I think maybe both. <laughs> I think maybe it's it's used to pull you out of all that vibrant color that's yeah, happening. Yeah, it was very vibrant. Yeah, and very colory with all that red <laughs> and her yellow uh, jumpsuit, Bruce Lee badass yeah. Bruce Lee jumpsuit. My God, that's a great movie. Anyway, my number five: Beatrix and her Hanso versus the Crazy Eighty Eights. All right. Um, my number five is from a Jason Bourne movie. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, all right. It's uh, Jason Bourne. They call it Bourne versus. As I stumble over my own words, Bourne versus Dash in the Bourne Ultimatum. It's that scene where you see him jumping across two buildings into another window hallway. I've not seen one frame. Uh, well, I've not scene, seen one scene of a Jason so, Bourne movie. I've seen trailers. I'm it's sure, brutal, but. efficient, and resourceful. I mean, it's. It's the polar opposite of like the long take from my number six, but it's just that quick cuts. Yeah, and, but yeah. the quick cuts when slowed down because I've watched like several different like takes on the fight scene and while they kind of initially gave Paul Greengrass a hard time with his editors and going it's so choppy when it's cut when it's slowed down the cuts still flow together mm, properly. Sure. And so it's still very well crafted. It's just that it doesn't even give you enough time to really absorb the action that's happening. But every cut is precise and purposeful and it really works well. It's just so it's brutal. Like I said, it's brutal, it's efficient and it, and he's very resourceful in his fighting. It's just it's really good. <clears throat> My number 4 um you could almost call it Mother's Day is uh the Queen Oh, versus aliens? versus Ellen F. and uh, Ripley, because you do not get between I a mother thought, and her children. Yeah, I thought about get that. away from her, you bitch. Yeah, well, I think what she yeah. but Ellen has to she has to she has to dude up in the in the loader suit just to match height and weight. Yeah. <laughs> just to go up a weight class. She but, has to wear the loader suit. But, but it's logically placed into the plot line because she, yeah, it doesn't make it. She stupid. was a loader. She was a blue collar worker while she was trying to get back to wherever it was. Don't mess with the, the working class mom. So I think I love how that works in the story. Yeah. It's this is what I'm doing. We know you're working, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to where they're, they get out of their cryo sleep and she says, Hey, I got a license or whatever. I can move this. And so she gets in the machine. Where do you want it? You know, <laughs> over there, you know, she already gets camaraderie with all of like the Marines, the, and so it's just, it works well in its story structure. So it's not ridiculous when it hits 
that final battle. It's not. It's not just some bullshit she's found. Oh, this, I found this. I'm going to use this. And now oh, I'm my utility belt happens to have an alien queen fighting queen pill. Let me yeah. just take that. Burr, burr, yeah. burr, burr, burr. That's my number uh, four. Yours number four is the One Punch Mickey's final fight in Snatch. <laughs> have you seen Snatch before? Or has it been a long time? <laughs> long, a long oh, time. Oh my ago. god, dude, Mikey, Mikey, uh, Mickey's final fight where he's supposed to be throwing the fight. It's just that frenetic editing and um, directing style. It's just he kind of blueprinted that, and he's copied himself in several movies since then, but he perfected that. But you sit on the edge of your seat going, okay, is he going to throw this fight, or is he not going to throw this fight? First, you don't think he's going to, and then you think he is. It's really good. It's It's just that he does it more than once, and you forget that he has that in his arsenal, and he uses that punch sure. to knock out his opponent. His opponent. Okay, fair enough. I'm waiting for you to tell me where this one, and if, if this isn't in your list, I'm going to be kind of mad, but... Uh, it may not be, because I was trying... Go ahead. It's, it's going to be in your no, list. No, I, it, it I guarantee to. you, if you... If Some I, version of this has to be in your list. Uh, if, if you're going where I think you're going, I haven't picked... I already picked that movie in my desert island list. If you're thinking what I'm thinking, it's nope. not there. Okay, go ahead. Luke versus Vader. No, I didn't pick that one. Ever? I didn't pick that one. I understand. Empire Strikes Back, the Look, one. The first now time I feel did? fantastic because if you said you had Star Wars in all of these, at least only not in twice, all of them, but no, a but couple like of twice, times. you've hit your second mark, and I know you haven't picked what I picked for something. else. Okay, good, good. <laughs> but no, I get it. I get it. I just chose to go in a different direction. The Luke versus Darth Vader in Empire. It's the. It's a couple of things. It's it's the first time you kind of you get the payoff of what Luke's been kind of mm-hmm. heading toward. It's yeah. the first time in history that you see a real decent matchup of a lightsaber duel. Because oh. the Obi-Wan Vader crap was... It was it was two old men. Here, Grandpa, take ahead. the lightsaber and let me kill you with it real quick. It's it's, it's garbage. Uh, you There's know, more action with him and that thing on the Millennium Falcon in exactly. Star Wars than there was in Obi-Wan's final fight with Darth Vader in Star you Wars. Kinda, you <laughs> kind of see the, the character spiritually yeah. and physically that Luke is about to become... And then no, you also watch, fight. and I, you watch Luke also lose the ability to clap at the end of a concert. Luke's the good guy. He's supposed to win this. He's supposed to. Oh, he yeah. can do it, you bastard. That's the sound of Luke Skywalker clapping at the end of a galactic opera. Mm-hmm. Um, Before, or after the you think you think he's going to win, or you think he's going to at least escape, and and he doesn't. He, I mean, he escapes narrowly, but he gets his ass kicked. It's a good fight. It is a good fight. And that's my number three. Yours is? Rocky versus Apollo. And ah, Rocky. I hate Rocky. Even the first one? I hate Rocky. Go ahead. Everyone else loves it. Have you seen the same Rocky I have? I have. Yeah. I'm fairly certain. I've watched the same one <laughs> you have. With the one with Bullwinkle, the talking moose? Yeah, yeah seen that it. one. <laughs> I'm, in my opinion, it's just there's so much heart and determination in Rocky's drive just to go the distance with Apollo Creed that it's, it's hard not to root for him. If you like that movie. <laughs> if you're not a heartless. When I was younger, it gave me chills. And even though he loses the fight, you know, and, and as sure. an older married man, when he screams for Adrian and he's not caring about the decision that they're calling the fight and he just wants to know where, where his wife is, is yeah. you know, oh, it, it brings me to tears every time. I'm just a communist, I guess. You are I'd, wearing a red hat, so you I'd, might as well be a communist. I don't feel bad about it. All right. So please tell me, what is your number three, Mr. Robot? That I, was communist. That was, that was oh, that's right. Three. What's your number two? My <laughs> number two is everybody versus everybody else in Blazing Saddles. 
<laughs> that <laughs> gigantic sort of Keystone Cops all-out brawl. Look, of... man, I seriously thought about putting the uh, the the four news channel fights <laughs> <laughs> from Anchorman in here. That's a good. I seriously thought about that. That's a good. Because that's it, what made me think of that when you said everybody versus everybody. It's 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 just amazing. It just shows that. Mel Brooks in arguably his second best movie. He's not afraid to pull out and be and be big in a scene and do this massive sort of. Who did Ben Hur? Uh, William Wyler. Okay, Charlton one, Heston. One of yeah, one of those giant sort of old Hollywood movies. Yeah, Blazing Saddles was a small. It felt small in in points, but he was afraid. He wasn't afraid to pull back and. This, going, was this the one that happened on like a different set? Yeah, one? they okay, bled. Yeah, they bled into different like, sets, okay, and okay. they got into the. Uh, the musical. I work for Mel Brooks. You brute, you brute, you brute, you brute. <laughs> and then they fight through the back thing and he comes out and they fall in love. I'm parked over by the commissary. And then it goes into the pie fight and it culminates in the, in the that's movie a good theater. One. It's that's great. It's been a little while since I've watched that. Anyway. That's, that's my number two. What's oh, yours? Have you ever seen Eastern Promises? No. <laughs> that's, a David, that's a David Cronenberg film. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Nikolai. Is everybody covered in snot? No, but the... Uh, <laughs> in uh there's a, Nikolai's nude bathhouse brawl is actually quite incredible because Vigo Mortensen plays he's a oh. basically targeted for assassination Nikolai is forced to uh defend himself <laughs> without clothes. He's in a, a Turkish like bathhouse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a couple of assassins show up and he has to basically fight these two dudes in the buff and defend himself with <laughs> I'll fight a, just, I'll fight a dude naked. Yeah. It's it's surprisingly people... brutal, and the fact that Vigo does it in the buff is beyond impressive. Most and it's kind don't... of disturbing, but it's incredible kind of how they choreograph it, and the fact that they actually you can see, like in a fight, you see them getting tired because that would literally happen getting tired. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I mean it's just it's it's realistic. It's just kind of it's incredible and nuts. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Vigo Mortensen is nuts in this movie, and you see it. Um, hey, what's your number one? Well, nuts in a slightly different way, meaning crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Paulson versus himself in Fight Club. Oh, which one? Which because you realize when he's the, fighting himself a couple of different times. It's in the it's it's in the end when you see the. The is it a homeless lady or a lady coming home with groceries? She sees him beating the shit out of himself in the alley, and he's got on the white suit. He's narrating. actually would be Robert Paulson. Robert Paulson is Meatloaf. So you're the oh, okay. narrator, Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden versus Fight himself. Him. Yeah, what Edward Norton versus himself in Fight Club. Okay, whatever that that first time you realize. Oh, he's Tyler he's Durden. Crazy. Yeah, it's. Again, I've only seen Fight Club once, and it's I need to watch it again. But it's uh, it made its mark. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it made its mark. It's my wife's favorite book. One of one of my wife's That's favorite been books. I've read that once. Whatever Edward Norton's character in Fight Club is versus himself is my number one. It just shows his. It's a, it's a neat reveal to show that he's he's lost his damn mind and just how deep. Sort of his psychosis is gone. What's your number All one? All you can say is vowels when there's a gun in your mouth. 
That's what he says towards the beginning of the movie. My number one is a clip, believe it or not. I forgot I had one, so whenever you're ready. Now I'm ready. Maybe there's a way to make a profit in this. Bet on Logan. I would, but who'd bet on you? Sundance! When we're done, if he's dead, you're welcome to stay. Listen, I don't mean to be a sore loser, but uh, when it's done, if I'm dead, kill him. Love to. No, no, not yet. Not until me and Harvey get the rules straightened out. Rules? In a knife fight? No rules. What? Well, if there ain't gonna be any rules, let's get the fight started. Someone count one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. I was really rooting for you, Butch. <laughs> <laughs> Someone say one, two, three, go. Yeah. One, two, three, go. Yeah, That's that would great. be uh, that would be Butch's quote unquote knife fight <laughs> versus Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Sundance Kid versus whom? Uh, I can't remember. The random guy. random guy who gets kicked in the nuts <laughs> and then hit double fisted right around when he says one two three go <laughs> yeah it's he teaches an the essential and all too real lesson there are no rules in a knife fight or and sometimes fight. as a cases like this the loser loses the fight before he even knows it <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pick i forgot about that one yeah so did i until i had to oh man so yeah those are our uh, pick six for fight, fight scenes, scenes. We will be back next time with an entirely new mix of six, pick six, God damn it, And all new insults and <laughs> screw-ups because we've had just enough to drink that we don't know what we're saying. I love that as this mini-season has gone along, we've gotten drunker as the season has progressed. Or at least I have. I don't know about you. Well, you heard me earlier in this episode. Did I you tried not? to. <laughs> you made it really hard. <laughs> all right, kids. We'll see you next time. <laughs>